many people, this is their favourite King James phrase. My cup runneth over. Yet as far as I can tell, it was actually the Geneva Bible of 1587 that first gave us this wonderful wording. Psalm 23, verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows, or in the older translations, my cup runneth over. Here is the future hope of the Messiah as he faces the valley of the shadow of death. He's walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but he knows that what's coming is his cup runneth over. He will come through to victory, and vindication, and feasting at the Lord's table. He will be publicly anointed, and his cup will run over. Let me read Psalm 23, and we'll get through the valley and to the cup running over. We'll get that sense. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This gives us two sources of confidence in life. Firstly, the Messiah's life and blessings. They have a superabundant quality to them. As we read about what Christ himself hoped in, we see that what Christ hoped in was more than enough for him, and therefore it runs over to us. Christ hoped in a cup that spilled over. It spills over in excess. And if we would seek, if we would seek Christ, then all of a sudden his vindication, his anointing, his place at the feast, they spill over to us. Christ has more than enough comfort, more than enough blessing to go around. Christ has not won a blessing for himself alone. His cup runneth over. And his blessings are not dished out with a teaspoon. Rather, as John chapter 1 verse 16 declares, out of his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. So that's the first source of comfort and consolation that Christ's cup runneth over. But the second source of confidence is this. Psalm 23 lets us in on a calculation that Christ made as he faced the valley of the shadow of death. He weighed the darkness of the valley against the cascading fullness of the Lord's blessing. And in Christ's estimation, the overflowing cup was worth the dark and dreadful valley. If that's Christ's estimation, then we can be sure that whatever valley we face, the vindication will make it worthwhile. Even Christ's cross was worth it for the sake of the feast. How much more will our little crosses and sufferings be made to seem trifling in comparison with the weight of glory that is in store for us? Martin Luther uh, has said this, If we consider the greatness and the glory of the life that we shall have when we have risen from the dead, it would not be difficult at all for us to bear the concerns of this world. If I believe the word, I shall on the last day, after the sentence has been pronounced, I shall not only gladly have suffered ordinary temptations, insults and, and imprisonment, but I shall also say, Oh, that I did not throw myself under the feet of all the godless for the sake of the great glory which I now see revealed 
and which has come to me through the merit of Christ. You know, even the darkest valley will be worth it. Christ's cup runneth over, and through him, even our cup will overflow. Mm-hmm.